Ah, oh, you knucklehead. You are now about to experience the most American podcast ever created. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. So that means if we do any shout-outs, oh. you're not in a position to do any of that, uh, those canned sort of things. Sound, sound, sound bites? bites. Yeah. No, no, you know, unfortunately not. That's but, okay. This but, is a casual. Yeah, we'll make it work. My, look, my mic has, my mic is impotent. Oh. It's an Olymp- Olympic mic. Oh. Wow. Well. You know, well, you, right. if you tickle the green thing, wouldn't that be sort of like tickling the balls? Maybe it'll stay right. Well, you know, there's a way where you can kind of like try to start at a position. Maybe this is what guys do with ED. They try to like figure out a way to get into it first, so that <laughs> they kind of stay. I'm excited for this casual sort of it's like terrible. Sunday. It's like it feels like a Sunday morning conversation. This is nice. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're having a, a Saturday morning conversation. We are. I noticed that you tried to put the moves on me just now. I, I felt like putting the arm up top. Like you know what? This is a setting where now Beans is also she should be in the hey, shop. Hey girl. Hey girl, what's going on? Welcome Beans to flipping out radio. That's the first time she's been on camera. Probably. I mean. Most of the time, whenever she's been on camera, it's like during some sort of Zoom work call or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, I'm not going to have any of this. You know, it's remarkably warm outside. Yes, it is. Very warm. And I can feel the beads of sweat starting on my forehead right now because there's been so wow. much activity. Inside you feel it or when you're outside? I, 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 it's kind of like on the precipice. Jeez. Because um, I also have the hot coffee, which I desperately want to drink. But I'm not going to right now because mm. then I'll definitely cross the threshold. I understand. It's I wish the cat were going to be on the couch in between us all episodes so I can just pet her. Wouldn't that be funny? Like if she's sitting there like a statue and I'm just petting her. It would her. be nice. I mean, she's unfortunately not much. She is showing some appreciation for the camera right now, I think. Which is great. Showing off her moves. Oh, do you know what, Jada, not being here, she's sort of here in spirit. That's true. That's true. Because you know originally that was our only connection with Jada. Yeah, like that Jada's not with us. You might imagine oh. that she's sitting off oh. camera right now, but no, she's not. Uh, she had a baby shower? Not yet. Not her own baby shower, of course, but there is a baby well, no, shower. I mean, that would be news. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Either way. Yeah, yeah. If either you're involved or you're not. Wow. Yeah. I'm just well, saying. That would be big news. That would be huge news. Yeah. Not the kind of news I'm personally looking to hear. Yes, of course. Maybe if I was like, scripting a soap opera or something like that, <laughs> and it might make sense. Yeah. But, but she is at a baby shower today, and uh, she regrets not being able to be here. She would have loved to. We miss her, and we'll be glad to have her back when she joins the show yet again. Of course. Uh, for the time being, we've got plenty of other stuff to get into. Now, one thing I will say is we were looking forward to potentially having a guest today. Oh, that's right. And we uh, do not have a guest. Now, I was thinking maybe we would still have a guest. Right. If you were interested in calling Wendy, then maybe we could just kind of catch up with her. Interesting. We because I think through. one of the things that I'm really enjoying lately when it comes to flipping out radio, there's a couple of things. One is we were contacted by a listener to discuss something that even though they're from Chicago, has connection to New York. Really? 
So we're going to talk about that. Okay. We also might talk to Wendy, as I alluded to, because the last time we got together, we had a nice, really nice dinner date. We did. We did. You, uh, Jada, myself, my husband, Chris, very nice time. We went out to the place that we got married at. Beautiful. Very nice dinner. Had some amazing crab cakes. Yes. Aren't those crab cakes good? The crab, the texture, the flavor, they were unbelievable, I do have to say. A little spicy, but I'm saying You thought they were spicy. Um, you yeah, thought the well, bolognese was spicy. Everything was spicy. You man. feel everything is spicy, but you don't have, delicious. But you have a very spice-sensitive palate. I yes. Yes. They, you can tell me. I mean, there was zero spice in this. There was literally nothing. I promise you. So you and can't even spice. have, like, you probably can't even have, like, the purple bag Doritos. I wouldn't try them because it would be too spicy. Yeah. It'd be too much for you. There's only one person in my life that has, from what I recall, a more sensitive spice um, palate, and that would be. Was she like a? Was she like an older pregnant woman or something? I, I don't know about. I don't think pregnant at the time. But a shout out to Blondie because I believe it's his wife. Oh, okay. I, my memory could be totally shot here, but I think it's his wife, Halima, lovely wife Halima, who might have a more sensitive. Don't don't pregnant women have to be careful with spice? Probably. Because so like it probably they, wasn't a pregnant time. It can, it can like induce labor, I think. You know, you would know. Am I, I making would, that up? I would say you would know better than me, but maybe you wouldn't. How <laughs> would I know? How would I know? I mean, look, that's like news to me if I would know any better. That's true. I guess but, with the pink on, it can By the way, yeah, you do look very gay with the pink. I'm pulling a Dr. Claw right now from Inspector Gadget. Ooh, I like that. you remember that? that? Of course. Except I'm on camera with my face. But I'm doing the right. Pack. Yeah. But wow, you know what's so crazy oh. is if you weren't on, if your face wasn't on camera, look at your your bracelet. Oh yeah. The ring. Yes. Petting of the the cat. Yeah. Can you say like? Oh, uh, uh, he would do this. He'd say, "I'll get you." <laughs> <laughs> so you're Doctor Claw in some ways. It's just we didn't know what he looked like. Yeah. I, what if I, what if I am Doctor Fucking Claw? I mean, honestly, dude. I don't know. That would be so cool. Yeah, but then I got get pissed off and slammed my fist on the table. That's true, and it was a it was a animation, so I mean, it doesn't necessarily make any sense that they would right. be able to know what you were going to look like in the future. True. But maybe they did, or they guessed. True. You know? So that's why you were younger back then. But this is getting really. It's getting pretty heavy. It's getting heavy. Can we say I'm going to forget? I know you have an agenda. Oh, so but... our other guest that was going to come. Oh, on. right. Yes, that. I, that... I don't have a fucking agenda. Oh, fair there's enough. no agenda. All right, well, I what were you gonna say? Well, I, I was, remember. I want to say. I want to mf our guest. Okay. I want to. Okay. I want to. We had a nice setup here. I know. We broke out the living room. We were gonna have a guest today. Yeah. So two things. And that guest did a story. So yeah, number one, we were supposed to have a guest. One of our very, one of our biggest fans. His name is Brett. He goes by the nickname the Resident Walrus. Is that Blondie's real name? No, Blondie's real name is Andrew. We have another B. We have, fan. A, we have we have a lot of fans, but two of our biggest B, biggest fans. B big, B big, Blondie, B. Brett. Oh yeah, we got a, a, the, the Beans. B and B Beans. Hmm. But one of our biggest fans, um, Brett, the Resident Walrus. Uh, was invited black, to come on. Black coffee. Sorry. Black Sorry. No, you're right. He was invited to come on, and I was very excited to have him on for the first time. Um, this would have been, I believe, a dial-in situation because you said Chris was worried about how messy the house looks. So it would have been a dial-in. Right, and you can even see off camera where the kitchen is in the dining room. The, the, yeah, I do see it. Basically, that. the kitchen is the dining room. Yes, I see. Because we're having the kitchen redone. I kill. I look forward to seeing that after the episode. By the way, yeah, we'll check it out. The tile work is in there. But big shout out to the equi the resident walrus, Brett. 
He is, is he from uh, Ecuador? Uh, no, no. I, I was going to talk about what company we work at, but you always, you never know. If oh, companies. no, Someone no, no, might no, get no. pissed off and be like, oh. Like, no, I thought maybe I he was from work. Ecuador. No, he's definitely not. I don't know where he's from. He's some kind of German mixed breed of some kind. Oh, that's nice. But, yeah, he's a big, big fan of the show. Um, he actually today has a date, um, believe it or not, with his hermit girlfriend. So they're going to be out doing something, I think. I don't know what. Now, you are want... And I'm saying that W O N T to call people hermits. Mm. You you enjoy casting aspersions <laughs> on people's <laughs> level of sedentary activity, I guess, or whatever the term would be. I like, do. You wow. consider people hermits based off what exactly? Well, I would consider someone a hermit who spends a lot of their time sort of keeping themselves away from people, sort of closing themselves off to society and, and, and the human existence, and whether it be staying indoors mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. or just a sort of being in a solitary kind of space. Now, did you have any sort of like waivers? Did you have any um, wavering standards during the pandemic? Because I guess there was a lot of people that were hermits. I think uh, in terms of the pandemic, everyone sort of had to become slightly hermity. Like we had to all have a bit of a okay. So are you back? Are you back to judging people's hermit levels? Like in other words, is Brett's girlfriend a hermit more than most people would be? I would say yeah. And I got nothing against the girl. I've never met her. She's oh wonderful. yeah, sure. You're just calling her a hermit. <laughs> <laughs> you know nothing against her. Oh, you know Brett's gonna hopefully love this segment here because we've gone on so many quote unquote double dates. Jada and I with Brett. Then you guys are a great double date. Well, thank you. We you know, know what? You know, so you would agree. We know that. Now. Yeah, but Brett's girlfriend is a hermit, and she has she refuses to meet us. We've gone out to probably twelve. Okay, but you just said you did the, you've done the double dates. I did this. I used the quotations because every double date we go on is ends up being just Brett because his girlfriend always denies the invites. She she refuses to join us. Wow. She now wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on. This is very interesting. How far back does this go? Um, maybe, uh, it's hard to say, maybe a year and a half. And how long have you been on this podcast? A year and a half. So, it's a it, it stands to reason that she might have heard you on this show hmm. and then decided, I don't think so. You bring up an interesting point. I don't think so. He's not the guy for me. Uh, this guy... This is not my kind of guy <laughs> because your mom, Wendy, the last time we hung out, this is the other point I was going to make. And this is why we might have a guest anyway, even yeah. though Brett blew us off. Well, I get no, no. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm going to let you say what you're going to say. Well, I, I, I mean, of course, I'm going to, I'm going to try to be fair. I did give him very, very short notice. Uh, <laughs> like maybe 24 hours notice that we wanted him on. Obviously, I'm kidding. Yeah, I would love to have Brett. We would love him on. We would love to have him. Uh, Any time I meet someone in the wild that willfully listens, I like to, because again, it's a radio program. I still think of it as such. And a lot of the people that I interact with that are fans of the show, they're sort of like off like me. You know what I mean? Like they're a little off. Okay. So it makes sense to me. But Brett seems like an upstanding guy. He's got a hermit girlfriend. He's got, yeah. you know, he's a wonderful he's got, he's man. He's holding down a job for many years. He is holding down a job. He's very good at uh, what he does. We love spending time with him, the three of us, when we do. Yeah, you guys are like a fun, like, three, like a third wheel. Yeah, and I don't know who the third wheel would be because we all get along so well, but we would love to have his girlfriend join us one day. 
Um, but having said that, uh, it's nice that she's going to be going out and doing something with him today. Yeah. So she's experiencing life and she's going to do it. But we do look forward to having Brett on, whether it be dialing in because the kitchen's not done or showing up. If you could fit him through your door, he is a walrus. But he is losing weight. He's not like oh, he's not like obese or anything like that. But he's a big he's a big boy. Really? I mean, I don't know how he would have come out of his mother's vagina if he did, because he's big. So you're saying maybe it was a C-section? It could have been a C-section, or he could have been growing in like a lab. Of course, we don't have the HIPAA authority to discuss this in a public forum. Right. So this is all hypothetical. Yeah, naturally hypothetical. You but know, being that he's, he's half, we'd like to apologize if we offended anybody. I apologize. That's just a blanket thing to throw out every now. I always apologize. But he technically being half a human, half walrus, there might have been some kind of sea birth. Oh, okay. You know, those are popular. They are popular. Water births? Yeah, in the marine world, there are a lot of water. Well, not just the marine world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess Australians All right, now, okay. Now, see, this is terrible because that's such a perfect transition. Mostly because of the Australian. Yes. But of course, I'm in no way connecting to a water birth when I say your mom, she had mentioned the last time we hung out, and this is why I would still like to potentially have a guest on. Yes. Maybe we can call her up. That you can't say things like that. You can't say things like that. You can't say things like that. And I love that. Because I think that it connects to why Brett's girlfriend might not be interested in associating with you because she may well have heard you say something on the podcast True. that she thought you can't say things like that. <laughs> you can't say things I like never that. even considered it, you see, and that's why I need you to give me because I don't know what forum he listens to his podcast in. You know, he might put it on while he's hanging out, you know what I mean? And maybe he's doing some paperwork or something and he puts it on in the background. Oh, well, most American podcast ever created. It's on now. Right. It's out there. People in, in earshot are going to hear you saying like, you know, so-and-so is half human, half walrus. And then You're she right. says, I don't know about this. Guy. Yeah, and maybe he doesn't have the heart to tell me that she actually doesn't want to meet me specifically. Right. Because he likes me enough and he's trying to be sensitive to my yeah. emotions. Yeah. I mean, again, I have... A good friend, very close friend. Is he gay or? No, he's straight. Actually. Okay, just wondering. Would that? <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm just curious to what extent that bears. I, I was just curious. Bears because, relevance because I, I just, I'm fascinated by you know the gay community and how often they allow straights to sort of enter their inner circles and. Well, but you said before we even started that I'm probably the most straight gay that you know and potentially that many people have ever known. And that is the other thing I meant to say earlier. You are, and to the listening and viewing audience, the straightest gay man, I think, in the world right. could, very well be, could very well be you. And let's it's, not it's let... It's possible. I, as long as we're rolling out, right? I just want to make sure we're rolling out like gangbangers in prison yeah. who have decided to, you know... Go that way, yeah, for sake of convenience. Well, say the the population isn't improved. They tend to like sharpen the one end of toothbrushes to stab people to death. Yes, so they might be more straight than I am. I would, agree. in spite of the sex thing. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Oh, okay. But if you talk about just the the population that's not incarcerated, right? Now, granted, the audience is seeing a pink shirt. This is a bad yeah, example. Sure, but, but shirt. shout to my uncle Bill. May he rest in peace. Uncle and also Bill. to all the veterans. Veterans Day just passed. 
I'm wearing this because it's picturing him in his uniform. Yes. And we're shouting out the veterans here in November 2022. Uncle Bill, rest in peace. Uh, thank you to all active and uh, retired military personnel. We Absolutely. Appreciate your service. The men and thank women you. of the U.S. military. Thank you. But you are the straightest. You have to be the straightest gay man I've ever met. I mean, I you could easily walk into a gay club where people are wearing like assless chaps and fucking nippleless fucking leather leotards and you've got on like a fucking flannel shirt and your trucker hat and right. you're just like fucking I'm like, oh, what's the spread in the Rams Chargers yeah. game? <laughs> yes! Yes! You go, what's the spread? And then all of a sudden oh. some guy spreads his legs. Oh, and oh the spread! Oh, you know, like, what's the over-under? Oh, you know, that type of thing. Dude, and you are, you are like a gay man's best dream in terms of looking for a bear. Granted, you're very short, but if you, you have every other element if I had, If I had some more height, if I had some more hair, then I could be a, just a, an absolute top-notch bear. You would be an absolute fucking bear. And hell, I, if I were gay, I'd go after a guy like, well... If I were gay, no, I think I'd probably go for the, the, the you know, sort of girlier men. Like, right. Because of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and see, now you're placing yourself in the prison mindset. Yeah. You can't say things like that. <laughs> you can't say things like that. Yeah, you're right. Um, I think I'm going to start using that a decent amount. As like yeah, you should. And by the way, let's be careful. If we both cross legs like this at any point and our tips touch, from what I heard, when the legs are crossed into each other, and I might have read this somewhere, it means right. the two people have an energy where they're sort of connecting and they're interested. Oh, really? I know that's how it works, I think, like when you're sort of sitting on a couch and you're like getting ready to be intimate, the legs cross. And like a club or something I, like I that? I think so. Like I think the legs crossed in suggests... Or no, you're sitting like you get invited back to like Jada's place for the first time. And you guys sit. And if, and if you're both like the legs are crossed a certain way... You're saying that's like a sign, there's like a chemistry thing? I think so. Let's say she invites me back to her place for the first time. We're on the couch. Our legs are both crossed to get into that's, each other. Her dad would probably punch me in the face, whereas if the legs were opposite, she'd, she'd be, be like, like, oh, they're talking. She'd be like, oh, you guys going to watch some programs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that type exactly. Of but I'm going to go. This is my less comfortable leg to to actually cross, but I'm going to do it? this for a while. Yeah, while you're not up, I'm going to just take some time with this. Oh, time. okay. And you specifically want to have the legs crossed. I don't need a cross, but I feel like I want to just mix it up. I'm feeling so casual today, so relaxed. Isn't this, this is just a regular Saturday conversation. I really I'm love just it. a couple of guys. I mean, I almost forget that we're actually recording freaking podcasts I mean, right now. yeah. And when you think about it, what really is a podcast? Yeah, what the hell is that? A term that, you know, Apple made up like 10 years ago. Is it true? Really? Put stuff in iTunes that wasn't music. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know why, and forgive my mind for being so outrageous, I just pictured you... Dipping your testicles in that hot coffee. Ooh. Like, yeah, like sort of squatting down and so it's like you're like a, you're like a masochistic type guy in a way. Like you like a you like a, you tend to think of like painful situations. I, I thought of a painful situation there. Yes, um, I mean, hopefully it's not that hot anymore. I mean, it's not scalding. Like I don't think I would have to go to the hospital after doing that. But, but for some reason, I don't good. know. I just picture you doing like a, a, a squat sort of move. Your balls just. Enter, come back up, and I guess now that I'm overthinking it, I have Chris like scurrying over on all fours to lick it all off. So in other words, this is sort of like what you envision gay guys doing when it comes to, <laughs> when it comes to coffee. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe it's a sexual thing, maybe not. But in other words, like that's how the the modern gay couple consumes their coffee. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's in that way. Uh, yeah, I mean... In your mind. In my mind right there, yes. Okay. And the idea was Chris legitimately, excitedly scurrying over on all fours to get its first taste before it hit the floor. You know, and it's just so crazy. I can't imagine why he wouldn't want to come on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's go through some notes. Yes, please. Um, we were contacted... On our Flippin' Out Radio Facebook page, which, by the way, anybody else can feel free to, to like us on Facebook, um, Flippin' Out Radio. Flippin' Out Radio. And you can message us there. So, Michael De La Rosa messaged us and said, on your show, it would be nice to hear your take on the 1010 Winds adoption of an FM signal. The fuck? Are, uh, do you, are you familiar with 1010 Winds? Uh, not really. I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't. I couldn't tell really? you what it is. Okay, it sounds like a, like an AM radio station. It is, in fact, or it was an AM radio station. Okay, uh, you give us twenty minutes, we'll give you the world. Okay, I've heard that tagline. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what they would always do, and I guess they still do, is when the anchors are delivering the news, they played the teletape sound in the background. Okay. The, those news wires don't really exist like that anymore. You know what I mean? Like they used to like print out reams of paper that would have updated headlines on them and like things that were going on around the, the world, country, whatever. Um, sorry, I, I know this is not very interesting. Ah, sorry, I, I do that. I do that in my training classes. I call people out on that. He just for anyone. I just yawned, but it's not because the story's. Not Thank happening. you for doing that, by the way, for the for the listening audience, because um, for the for the you know visual, at least I think they would have seen that. But thank you for the, for the <laughs> well, my apologies. The audio, no, no disrespect intended. No, no. But Michael wanted us to talk about how Ten Ten Winds, which is an iconic AM news station for many many years, has switched to FM. He said. They did that in Chicago with WBBM, because he's from Chicago, okay. and they were uh, successful in doing so. Now, that's, a, that's an upgrade, right? Going AM to FM, it's like a promotion. Yeah, I mean, really, it is. I mean, FM is a much clearer signal. Uh, it's more, I don't even know if I would say it's more powerful, because I think AM can go further distances. But, like, FM is, like, much more clear. It's like, you know, speech quality, I guess they would say. You know what I mean? So... I don't know. Like when you think about it, if you're still listening to the radio for uh, news, I don't know how much it matters to you if it's an AM or FM. Like I've always thought about this, right? Like the big talk stations, the news talkers are largely AM, uh -huh. and that includes like you know the station that for years had Rush Limbaugh and stuff like that. You know he passed away. May he yes. rest in peace. One of the icons rest, of the industry. One of my true inspirations. Um, but the FM signal, it makes a lot of sense for music, but I just don't really know that it matters that much for, for when people are just talking. So, I mean, it's, it's good for, um, 10, 10 wins. The interesting thing is you, you might actually be slightly interested in this because of the way different parent companies have bought up these stations and who owns these radio stations. Now, the fact that 10, 10 wins and 880 both existed at the same time, owned by the same company, was a little bit awkward because they were kind of the same thing. Like 1010 Wins doesn't have the same exact format as 880 and, you know, whatever, but they kind of were both news talk stations on AM. So, yeah, I think it's great that they moved it to FM. Um, I'm a hardcore 1010 Wins guy. I mean, we used to, once upon a time when I first did this podcast, 
it was like two or three years into it, Appleseed could talk about this, I decided that I wanted to do like a 10-10 win style thing on oh. the podcast. Oh. So, you know, at the top of every hour with 10-10 wins, they do like, black coffee. Does James dip his balls in it? <laughs> the cat came out from behind the, the, the furniture. Is she scratching herself? <laughs> you know, like, Evan thought the angle wasn't good on the camera, but now he's happy with it. <laughs> and is he the guy from Inspector Gadget? <laughs> you know, like that. Oh, I like that. So I wanted to do, like, that kind of thing with, like, a music bed behind it and all that kind of stuff. And my co-host just totally lampooned it, didn't get behind it. Aww. They were not. So that was not anywhere near as successful, Michael, as hopefully 1010 wins switching to FM is. Interesting. Now, well, I'm excited. He for says he loves the show. Wish it was more often. Oh, well, because I'm, I'm sure you have nothing better to do. He said. Wow, I dig. And then uh, you know signed off. But wow. Well, you know, I guess if there's a zombie apocalypse, they would use AM. Right at that point, because of you say it can go further distance. That's probably true. Yeah, I think AM for whatever reason that would make me think more like oh zombie apocalypse. You know they're still pumping something out because you know when you drive along on the highway and they say tune to for emergency updates, it's it's usually like fourteen forty AM or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I it's wonder. not like. They don't say, like, put on 97.2 for, like, your emergency updates. It's always, like, yeah. 1440 a.m., you know? Exactly. So, yeah, I think you're right about that, actually. Okay. Well, it's good to know. I'll, I'll keep... Uh, I haven't listened to the radio in quite a long time. But yeah, do you listen to the radio ever? I mean, when, when was the last time you actually listened to the radio? Probably in, like, somebody else's car. Or, like, yeah, it would have been right? um, probably driving my mom somewhere in her car, maybe to a family dinner or something, and there's yeah. a little bit of radio on in the background, a classical station or 104.3, some, whatever the heck it would be. Yeah. But in my car, I don't know, I can't recall ever listening to the radio mm. or in my house. Like I, So I wouldn't know. Ever? What do you mean ever? I've had the car for three years. I don't think I've ever used oh, it. Oh, okay, three years. And in my house, yeah, I wouldn't listen to the radio. I mean, I have my iPod and I have... 11, 12,000 songs on it, and that's what, that's I listen what you listen to. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so I'm moving on here to uh, iPhone, by the way. My iPod was the old now, it's the iPhone, which yeah. is which is an iPod, right? Right, uh, where you can listen to podcasts. That's right, by the way. Flipping out potentially radio. this one, yes. So, um, I had to bring this up because you know, first of all, one of our listeners, Joseph Rodriguez, mm. is from the San Antonio area and he's a big as far as I know, I believe he's a big Greg Popovich fan. Okay. Which to me is like really ridiculous because Joseph Rodriguez is a conservative. Oh. And Greg Popovich is like one of the most douchiest, like, you know, virtue signaling you. liberals of all time. So I just wanted to mention that there was this whole situation where, like, this guy who got drafted in the first round by the Spurs was being treated by their sports psychologist, I guess, or maybe all of their players go to their team sports psychologist. This is recent? Yeah, he just got released okay. by the Spurs within the last month or something oh. like that, okay? So this all came out after. He flashed the team sports psychologist, like, showed her his junk, on multiple occasions. Okay. And, like, the first time she said, don't do that, and why would you do that? Right. And thought that she had worked it out, I guess, with this guy, that it obviously was not acceptable that he would ever do that, but he continued to do it. Okay. So 
she basically kicked it up the chain and said, like, yo, I don't know what this guy's problem is, but he's, like, flashing me during these, like, sessions. You know what I mean? Like, this is completely unacceptable. Like, you know, you need to do something about this. Yeah. So apparently this went on for, like, ten months until they finally, I guess, cut this player. Ten months? Or something. That's a long time to be able to flash yourself. Yeah. Now, again, don't... I'd just like to make it clear in this fucking stupid day and age... I'm not, like, making any statements of absolute fact here, okay? I, I read where it was somewhere around a 10-month fact that this woman alleges. So this is all allegedly just for of sort course. of talking shop. Yeah, I wasn't there, okay? But there was a time in which at least, I would say, months passed that the organization that Greg Popovich works for, the all-knowing, the all-wise... Just the just the most virtuous, amazing person, Greg Popovich. Months went by that this flasher, this junk flasher, was still being employed by the team. Hmm. So I would just like to say that I found, I find Greg Popovich to be a loudmouth douchebag fraud. Wow! Because clearly he loves to go on, uh, you know, and and talk about how much he hates. Donald Trump and all oh, conservatives are the worst thing ever and oh god you know here in San Antonio we do things a little differently and all this <laughs> with his grizzly beard and shit and apparently not because apparently your first round pick was important enough and obviously we know how important first round picks are in sports that they were going to try to get by with him dropping Don okay. with these sessions and you know, not that surprising considering what the NBA and pro sports are all about, but very, very interesting that somebody like Ray Popovich would be caught up. That is interesting. Um, clearly his uh, junk wasn't very impressive, right? Because you'd think 10 months of sort of offering with the flight. eventually she could have she, like, you think eventually she'd be like, well, you know. Yeah, I've been looking, looking hard. I, I've been trying hard to avert my gaze and. I've asked you nicely not to do this, but <laughs> you're right. At some point, sometimes it'll grow on you, and you got to give in. Uh, and nicely said, with the grow on you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, no, that's. I mean, obviously, that's a uh, that's a shame. Um, I mean, if you're going to get cut by a team, I mean, you'd you'd think it's because you're not performing well, you're you're not showing up to practice. But it's if it's because you're continually whipping out your penis to a psychologist. It seems like a strange... If, if, if true, seems like a strange reason to be... Yeah, like, I mean, I'm sure the guy, like, you know, again, I, I didn't show a whole lot of uh, sympathy to any of the people involved, which I obviously should. Clearly, the woman was wronged and assaulted. Sure, that happened. And we don't... We, of course, don't support anyone being rude. No, and, and if this guy is doing that, then he's got serious problems. Yeah. Um, and hopefully he can work that all out, especially at the cost of his career, but... I just, you know, anytime any of these people that are associated with organizations and they sort of love to, like, act as though they stand apart, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. Here's another point I have, okay? Yeah. And I realize this is sort of running a little bit afoul of our, like, casual Saturday conversation. Well, I'll get back to a casual question for you I just thought of in a moment. But right. Let's get to yours. But I just wanted to note, and, and look, I'll make it very clear. I'm not suggesting I love the Jewish people right big supporter of the Jewish people yeah Jesus so, Christ I mean he was pretty cool there you go so I'm not suggesting that there's anything about like anti-semitism that's cool or whatever 
I actually think that some of the stuff that Kanye West said was not anti-Semitic. Like, in other words, people took it as anti-Semitic. But one of the things that he said, because I saw the video, was that he's jealous of the way Jewish families stick together mm-hmm. and their success. He said, I'm jealous. I'm jealous as a black man that I see the way the Jewish culture has sort of like lifted each other up mm-hmm. and led to common success. Just, you know, that's his opinion, right? That's how he feels. Yeah. What I find striking, and again, maybe this is my shortcoming where I can't help but do some of this comparative analysis, but it's just the way I look at it. I'm not saying that it's even necessarily right to say that, right? Like, maybe I don't agree with that, but he's got the right to say it. But why is it that if he had said that about white Christians... There's no way that he would get any kind of flack or backlash about that. If he was one of these people, right, one of these like sort of like automaton leftist Hollywood showbiz types who said white people, they're privileged and they stick together and they're successful because of that. That wouldn't even cause a ripple in the media landscape. Nobody would even like think twice to note in the book somewhere that he had said that. But because he said it about Jewish people, somehow it's like a crazy thing. Or if he had said something of a slightly different ilk or variety, maybe about a different kind of group, right? But for whatever reason, that's not like a bad thing to say if you say it about like white people or like, you know, Christians, it's like, well, you know, oh, Christians, they stick together and they're successful because of it. Nobody would ever even think twice to like complain about that. Yeah. And full disclosure, I haven't, I've barely heard of the story and I don't know exactly what he said, nor did I watch the video. So I'll just take your word for it based on that comment alone. Yeah. It seems like, uh, it seems like a fair statement to make. Doesn't seem to be that common alone, certainly not disparaging. No, I mean, and that's the thing, like, that's at least part of what was considered to be anti-Semitic and it's like, I just don't see how that's anti-Semitic. You know what I mean? Like, suggesting that people are successful and that they do so along cultural binds and you know, like, looking each other out or like trying to help each other grow or something like that. Like, again, maybe it's your wish as a person, as a human, that that sort of happened more often across any number of societal groups or like, you know, characteristics or something that everybody always lifted each other up. I don't even think Kanye West would disagree with that. But I think the point that he was making was he sees cultural, you know, homogeneity that leads to a certain level of success and he wishes that that could be replicated I just don't really necessarily even see how that's a bad thing to say, but the bit, you know what, having given it that much thought, maybe I don't agree with it. The one thing I did want to mention is, if he had said that about white Christian people, nobody would even think twice. So, like, why is that? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's interesting how we sort of allow certain, we've allowed this notion of, like, you know, trade-offs when it comes to, like, things that might or might not be offensive. It's like, oh, well, you know, so-and-so deserves it. You know what I mean? Like, that type of thing. Like, it's like, well, who decides that? You're right. I guess um, we just have to 
<clears throat> remember that uh, any single thing that's ever said, whether it be on this podcast or otherwise, can be interpreted in a way that makes it offensive and horrible, which is why we always apologize. We always like to apologize. We do apologize. And, and afterwards, sometimes. Absolutely. We, we just like to apologize. Um, how about this? Somebody who did apologize. Jerry Springer mm-hmm. has apologized. To who and for what? All of us. Oh. He said that he ruined culture with his talk show. Oh. Once upon a time. Wow. Um, and you know what? I think I read an article on Barstool where the author was actually saying, oh, that's not true. And maybe he was being a little tongue in cheek, too. But he was saying, like, it would have happened anyway. The Internet, social media, all this kind of stuff. But you know what? I think it's good for Jerry to admit this. Oh, yeah. He kind of fucked us. I think that show was a disgrace. I think it was awful. And I think it kind of, like, paved the way for a lot of the, you know, like, just, like, look at me. I'm, I'm really awful reality TV that kind of exists nowadays. I mean, you make a good point. I mean, I, I admittedly am not um, proud like of nobody knew, no, It wasn't like there wasn't. It's, it's not like white trash didn't exist before the 1990s. Sure. You know what I mean? But then it got, like, a, a celebrated platform. Yeah, I mean, I used to, I can recall probably going down the Jersey Shore and catching on, catching up on episodes, watching one or two here and there before or after going to the beach. I can remember watching episodes for sure, and it's sort of like hard not to watch because it's just so <laughs> ridiculous when you are watching it. But, yeah, I mean, from what I do recall from those days, uh, yeah, just total ridiculousness. I mean, every episode, chairs flying, security just literally like almost like, Costume changes. Security goes up to break up a fight. Security goes up to break yeah. up a fight. Security right. goes up to break up a fight. It's just like total trash. And Jerry. 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 You know what I think? Well, you know what I sort of uh, find to be more interesting than that, for whatever reason, is uh, um, the Maury. I was just going to say. The Maury, you are, or the lie detector test. Maury. You are not the father. And you know, those. That is a great point. Now, th- that. You're going to make me start to question myself. Because the Maury one, I think, just shined a spotlight on awful stuff that was going on, right? Like, at that point, you're talking about, like, that was, what, 1990s? Like, you know, we had started to have this cultural revolution. We're sort of, like, at that point, several decades removed from the 60s. Um, But the kind of like 80s conservative backlash I don't think it like kind of hit back on some of the cultural stuff yet yeah. so I can just imagine like what a powerhouse some of these Planned Parenthood clinics were in some of mm. these cities you know what I mean yeah. so like when it comes to having to go face down the Maury show and decide figure out whether or not you were or weren't the father it was such a it was such a huge thing for these people, and I mean, you watch the videos now, and the ones where the guy found out he wasn't the father, it's so fucked up. Because I mean, the celebration, it, they, you haven't seen touchdown celebrations this jubilee. Yes, yes. On Sundays. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a guy who just scored his three hundredth touchdown of his career yeah. didn't have this much choreograph and like planning. Dude, there are and two his level of exuberance. Finding out that he wasn't going to have to make those alimony payments. It, yeah, yeah. It went two ways. It was the lie detector tournament. You are, yeah, you are not the father. The guy goes crazy with the celebration, mm-hmm. and the woman starts breaking down crying, right? Mm-hmm. In just in loneliness. Mm-hmm. Or the other flip side is the lie detector test determined you are the father. At which point you'd think the woman would want to celebrate, but instead she just gets up and starts basically throwing fists. 
bitch, I told you. I told you this right. whole time. Right. I, you know, how right. I ain't cheating on right. you. You yeah. know, you disrespect me. Yeah, and yeah, she, yeah. So she's, no one's happy. Like, oh, no. No, she's no, no, not no, happy. No. He's not happy. It's almost better if he's not the father because at least one of them is happy then. Right, that's true. That's a good point. When, they, when he is the father, he's fucking upset. Right. She's pissed off. She's right. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. You never yeah. win. Yeah, it's true. That's hey, true. I got something for you. I, it just hit me because I was at a, a the Bills game on Sunday where the Bills uh, did not perform well. Josh Allen against the Jets uh, in a loss. My oh, dad, you, were, you there. were there. I was there because that was not far from here at the Meadowlands. Yes, I was there with, with, the, with the elbow injury. Yeah, the- love the Bills. I've always loved them since the first Super Bowl appearance against the Giants. Hope they win. Always rooting for them. But a rough game to watch because you'd think they'd be able to beat the Jets. Yeah. But anyway. Although the Jets' defense is pretty legit. They've been they've been strong. Surprisingly strong. My question for you, one of the things I don't like um, are, you know, the bathroom urinals that don't have the dividers. It's just a pet peeve of mine. Something okay. I don't really like. It makes me a lot, and probably a lot of people, a little uncomfortable. Yeah. I can handle it, but I prefer right. the dividers. I'm a little bit less sheepish. You feel as though time. you're exposed. I'm more exposed. So sometimes, like, I'll strategically hold my cock and balls where my, like, my finger is sort of lined on each edge of the penis. Oh, interesting. Sometimes. So you feel like that at least gives you some level of... Privacy. Right. Like... If for some reason there were some wandering eyes, right? And I'm a big shaker. I like to shake, and you I do. feel like the amount that I'm shaking. I mean, everybody has to shake. Everybody has to. But shake. I go big, so I'm worried that the people next to me think I'm touching myself, playing around, jerking off. They say shake your shaking is vigorous. It's pretty vigorous. Is that vigorous? It's pretty vigorous. Sometimes we even use a little piece of toilet paper to get like the dip, tip nice and dry. But not if you're at the urinal. Sometimes I'll, I'll sneak a little. Uh, How? And then I throw it in the garbage. Where did you get the paper? Out of my pocket, like a half tissue. Why you bring some with you? I'll have it in my pocket already because I need a tissue in case my nose is wet. But the question is, as a gay man, do you or do you suspect others in your community are strategically sort of you know? Looking around. Casting eyes? Casting eyes. I mean, look, i that's a very interesting question. Thank you. That is a very, very interesting question. I need your help, brother. That's a very interesting question. Um, Clearly, it bothers you, the notion that that might be happening. It bothers me enough. Look, I'm looking straight, bro. Like, I'm not playing around. I'm not trying to make anyone feel uncomfortable. So you're looking straight. They're looking gay, you're saying. Suggesting anyone's even, oh, maybe one person in my life I can remember, like, definitely taking a look. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, so no wonder you're like, you're like scarred by this. Uh, maybe. And that, there was I a divider. So. There was a divider in that situation. You went over the top. And the person would look over the top. Went over the, the top. One looked over the top. And this was a guy I worked say? with. I said nothing. This was an awkward older guy. And, and I must have said something that was funny. And he laughed so hard that he sort of leaned, leaned in his laugh. But leaned sort of towards me, and his head and neck craned over the top, almost where his head was looking directly down. I mean, that doesn't even really make any sense. Like, it that, really does. Like, what kind of like laughter? Oh, oh, yeah. oh hey there! <laughs> so yeah, maybe it scarred me a bit, but I've always wondered: are are gay men or people? Maybe even men that are questioning things, maybe ex- experimenting. I mean, look, Take you're you're all right now. You're asking me to like go inside, like you're asking me. This is now approaching the level of... I'm going to answer anyway. Your spokesperson for the community. I'm going to answer anyway. Thank you. But this is now approaching the level of the scene in Larry in Kerber Enthusiasm when Wanda Sykes had to tell Larry that he, she was not his link to the black community. Ah. Because she, he wanted to know if a black guy in a bow tie is Muslim. And she said, I'm not your link to the black community. I've seen every episode. I love so, it. So... 
I'm not your link to the gay community. Fair enough. But I will say that me personally, I wouldn't do that even if, let's say for the sake of argument, I thought so. I thought, I mean, it's not even really, I can't even really imagine why anyone would because if you're talking about like a bathroom, like at MetLife Stadium, for example, sure. right? It's awful in there. Like, there's the scent and the, yeah. and the aura yeah. of, like, shit air. Yeah. There's also kind of just, like, the scent and, like, feel underneath your shoes of piss. Yeah, it's, yeah. And such. It's like the hand on the subway. It sinks in. The yeah, exactly. The you see your shoes sink. Yeah. They sink at least a millimeter, yeah. right? So, um, I can't imagine sort of, like, your mind being in that setting. Yeah. Going to to that place, but I won't. I wouldn't do that so anyway. You, just because okay. I feel like there's an unspoken level of trust sure. that comes with um, that interaction. There, it's like it's like guy code to an extent. Yeah, and even if you're gay, you're still a guy. You still abide by the guy. I code. feel so. So you're suggesting. I think so. Anyway. Even if you are next to in the urinal someone, and all of a sudden your peripheral, you lose focus for just a second. Right. And your peripheral vision spots what could only be best described as a bit of a horse dick situation. Mm -hmm. Your your eyes, or you don't think any other gay eyes are going to look over just to sort of find out what's going on. Again, and I can't. Later. I certainly can't speak for any other person. Sure. But I think my own personal thing would be, okay, fine, you're saying peripheral. So it's almost like if it's in your peripheral, that means you can't even avoid it's almost like game. there's a all I'm saying is that means it's like almost like it must be like a baby arm to an extent. Yeah, of course. You know, so I'm actually just gonna process that more along the lines of like holy shit. But you're not gonna take so, a, but you're not gonna take a deeper look at No, yourself. no. Gotcha. Because again to me there's a code, there's yeah. a man code yeah. that goes with that whole urinal setting. Understood. What the, that planner, that architect, didn't include the dividers. Yeah, well, I mean, come on, let's spend a little money. Here. Because that person has the sense of guy code. Fair enough. I just, me, not only it's the shaking, but there's also like a rolling technique that I do to make sure rolling? that all the urine, yeah, it's like if the, you have like a lot of liquid in a straw mm -hmm. and the straw is flat and you're trying to get all of this, this, this stuff out, mm -hmm. you could pour, but to really get every drop out, it's best to pinch it at the tip and roll up. Pinch it at the base. I'm trying to roll up to the tip. You're talking like like uh, like toothpaste. Yes, that's what I do. I you toothpaste, fucking toothpaste your dick. I, I I smack it around a little bit and then I toothpaste it. That's then, that's intense. And at the end of the toothpaste, what I'll are you, what are you like worried about like a fucking UTI or something? No, I just I you know I'm just a very clean. I, I don't I, I dab it dry. I do a full on fucking. It basically looks like I'm doing laundry there in the in the toilet in the urinal. I okay. See now. I, What's That's interesting what is I feel like what's interesting is I think you sometimes leave out important parts of the <laughs> Like I feel like you left out. Like you're talking about you're doing laundry. Well, I, but here's the thing, I don't That's, do a full load. No wonder, no wonder, well, yeah, you don't do a full load. That's nice that you're <laughs> fucking playing with yourself. It's good that you don't take it that far. Um the uh the dividers and such. Yeah. I can understand why you want those. Considering the extent to which you're doing so much activity, yeah, but I don't. The thing is, I feel too shy to do the full activity when other people are around. So, so I, you don't, don't toothpaste. I don't do that. Like stadium. I half-ass the toothpaste. I ultimately will probably find a drop or two of urine, like in my underwear, my you know, my boxer briefs. It's not dry. But it's dry enough. I mean, look, it, there's okay, a so how? There's a football field worth of tube to get urine out of. So at some, some of it's probably still stuck in there. 
Well, and see, given that you referenced that there's a football field worth, no wonder that person next to you wasn't was looking. Well, you're suggesting that everyone's as scripted and guy code as I am. I can't promise that. I don't know. Other question. I know you probably have other things you want to talk about. Not much. Let me ask you this: if if Chris, some of them are kind of like financial related, so you might actually have some thoughts on. I'm them, gonna. But. I look forward to that. I'm more on the topic of sort of, you know, gay things, which are one of my favorite topics when mm-hmm. I'm around you. Mm-hmm. If Chris told you that he, for whatever reason, woke up tomorrow morning and he couldn't be the proudest, he's the pr- most proud gay that he, he, you have ever met. And he's mm-hmm. like, listen, it would be really important to me in our front lawn to put one of those really, really, really thick poles, thick poles that you'd find at like a library or something, a thick pole, you know, like uh, you'd hang a flag from, whatever the hell you call it. Oh, a flagpole. Flagpole, okay. yeah. All right. Thick flag, like a thick one, not like okay. a fucking arm. Well, I mean, I'm considering fucking... the fact that we're talking about, like, whatever the fuck with the yeah. s- standing in a water uh, 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 urinal. Right. And no, then you're sorry. saying thick pole. Yeah, sorry. So, like, a thick flagpole the size of, like, my thigh when I'm fully flexing. Okay. Thick flagpole all the way up and a big, big, huge, like, library-sized rainbow flag. Okay. And he would also like to sort of sprinkle other rainbows around the front yard, maybe a smaller one on the door and a couple on each window, just to make it really clear that this is the gayest house in the, in the block, on the block. Would you be comfortable with that? Could he convince you that that's something that's okay to do? Or would you say it's dry? It's it's going too far. No. Yeah. I'm not okay with that. I don't like the whole identity politics thing. Like to me, (laughs) nobody gives a shit who you sleep with, right? Like get over it. Like it's not a special thing. So... I stand with my community when it comes to the notion that nobody should be persecuted or like looked down upon or mistreated yeah. for things that they might decide to do. Yeah. But it doesn't make you special. Okay. So Chris has at times made it clear he wants to do a flag. Oh, really? Maybe let's say for June because that's like Pride Month or whatever. Oh, cool. Now I don't really like that it's called Pride Month because. I just don't get, like, what is their... Be proud all year, too. If you're whatever. Or, but, or just yeah, the term pride in that context doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but whatever. I got I got um, I just grabbed my balls on, t- on camera. Sorry. That's something you like to do. Again, you would think he was at a urinal right now. <laughs> um, but the thing with the flag, I said, okay, fine. If you really want to for, like, June or whatever, I guess that's okay. You know, okay. I, I don't have any problem basically saying, like, we support people who... Maybe yeah, they're, not, be maybe they're not being... You could well, live here or something. You could live here being straight and you're just putting a flag out because it's that month and it's not necessarily Yeah, yeah. I think there's probably people who do that. Okay. But you're not I mean, that's not what flag. I'm trying to say either. I'm not trying to like hide Of anything. course, of course. But you're not you're not you would you would basically put your foot down as the um I think that would also look like shit on a small yard like this. It would be so obnoxious. I forget the big flagpole, but you're not cool with even a regular rainbow flag. Year round, yeah, hours a day. Uh, not really my favorite thing. So I mean, he couldn't convince you, even if he. I think it would look nice. I think one of the things, and I'll tell you this: why I'll tell you why I say it would look nice, because the front porch we do all kinds of colors with the plants, mm. with the white walls, but we had a lot of different colored plants and the colorful rug and shit. And fucking rainbows are beautiful. Let's call it. They're spade beautiful. Spade, brother. They're they beautiful. Are. Yeah. Yeah. But I just don't. I don't need to play the identity politics game. You know, okay. like, so it sounds like it would be it would be a tough sell. It would be definitely a tough sell, but it'd be something that would have to be very, very thoughtfully worked out over time. With with Chris, it would be a good conversation to have him on the podcast for. Maybe someday yes. we have him on. 
Because I would you mind? Would you mind if I sort of play middleman, but also encourage the idea, not to you know sort of screw up your argument, but can I sell how cool I think rainbows are? Just sort of yeah, sure, if you want to. Because yeah, I mean, but like cool. you know, we have a small yard. Yeah. So like one of those flagpoles. Well, that's the flag just a bad pole, look. The flagpole thing is ridiculous, and that's obnoxious. But can you imagine if the gay flag was actually like just a white flag or a black flag, and then it was either black or white dildo? On it, depending on the contrast, or white flag, black dildo, black flag, white dildo. Yeah. Um, or not a dildo, but like you know, some kind of phallic penis, but it's it's like I digital, mean, you know. So it wouldn't be. Not it, it's not it. like okay, so it's not like veiny and like hairs coming out of it. It's like it, it should probably be more it would be like a cartoon. It should thing. be cartoonish. But what if that was the gay flag? I don't know if I'd really be as into that one. Yeah. No, that would be no. No, that's not okay. Right? And now it's quite, does it have balls or is it just the shaft? Yeah, that's not Once it has balls, then it's almost like too much. It, even without it, it's, it's too much. <laughs> even without. Even without. <laughs> um, ah, so, okay, a couple of things here before we get out of here for the day. Yes, um, Jeff Saturday, former Indianapolis Colts. I was going to guess that. I knew that. He was like a center. Yes. He was. He was. was he a center? Yeah. Oh, cool. He just got hired as the Colts head coach. Oh. But he never coached before except in high school or high school level. Okay. So there's a lot of people who are like very upset about this because they say, oh, he hasn't paid his dues. Okay. You know, uh, he hasn't earned it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like he hasn't earned um, uh, that level of Achievement. So I guess you got to work your way up, offensive court. That's what he said. That's what people are saying. Okay. I think that's bullshit. I think that people that are saying that don't think about the way the world is. Like, think about this, right? Kim Kardashian leaked a homemade porno video, and now she's what a billionaire or whatever she is. Whatever she is, yeah. Uh, the the cash me. We talked about the Jerry Springer. The the cash me outside girl. From like you know, Doctor Phil, cash okay. me outside. How about that? I don't even. Oh, oh. She's worth millions because okay. of OnlyFans. Gotcha. Um, uh, like Jake Paul, Logan Paul. Who's that? That's th- those are those famous YouTube guys. I don't know. They just name. started making videos one day. You okay. know what I mean? Like they became extremely famous. Now they're they're probably billionaires, or at least millionaires. Um, there's no pay your dues. You know what I mean? You get a shot. You take it. And you, you either succeed or you don't. And there's lots of people who get shots that plenty of people would say, that person didn't deserve that. And then you know what? There's a lot of people who uh, did deserve the chance they got, and it didn't work out for them. So, like, I could have been a radio host way back when. I graduated from CSP. I was in a WFAN contest. I got all the way to the finals. Hey. I didn't win. Shit. But if I had, I might be a radio host right now. We wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation. Maybe you maybe you would think I'm still cool enough to invite onto your your. Maybe I, maybe I'd say, oh well, we're gonna have uh, this is a guy I used to know back in the day. Yeah, some asshole. Yeah, some asshole. <laughs> Catch this. He likes to stand at the urinal, toothpaste his dick, <laughs> just to make sure there's no drops of piss left before he puts it back in his pants. It'd be a real throwaway episode. It's like we got a light week. Let's. <laughs> yeah. Let's get somebody on. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, man. Um, anyway. But yeah, I don't know if you look, the guy played on the Colts, right? So he was on the field, get busting his ass, getting his head cracked in. And again, like, I just, I can't get behind this whole notion of, like, you know, oh, he didn't earn it. I don't oh. know anything about the story, but here's the deal. I would say if, if you've got a guy that knows the game, right, he's good with people, he can inspire others, and he can be effective in the position, then... Let's give the guy a shot. If you feel it was your shot and you didn't get it, well, maybe there's something that you weren't doing that this guy's going to be able to do. Right. And if you can do it better, then uh, prove that you're doing you can do it well in the job you currently have, and then maybe you can replace him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two final things before we go. Oh, actually, maybe we'll call Wendy before we go. Oh, sure. If you want to. I'm sure. Um, two final things. One, I don't know if you saw this, the whole FTX crypto exchange that collapsed. No. Okay. World's second largest crypto exchange. I'll give you the short version of it. Okay. More or less, there was a bank run on this exchange's assets. Okay. People wanted their money back. But allegedly, maybe they were using some of that money to place bets and trades elsewhere. Oh. So they couldn't pay people their money back. Oh. So now they just declared bankruptcy on Friday. Oh. But the whole thing is, there was a Super Bowl commercial where Larry David, since we talked about Kerber Enthusiasm earlier... Basically, it was an FTX ad where he was saying, I don't get it. I'm skeptical of crypto. This is bullshit. Like, and then they had him saying the same thing to like inventions over the years. Like, the yes, I saw the commercial. So FTX, that company that he was in, endorsed for, you know, to do that ad, yeah. just fucking collapsed. Wow. How hilarious is it that, that Larry David was absolutely right yeah. in that commercial? He couldn't have been And he's right. always right on the show, right? And he's always right. Let me ask you this. What kind of um, credit? What kind of protection is it? Is there for people? I mean, there's no FDIC. Nope. I mean, are you out of luck? I mean, oh yeah, you're fucked. So, so you're there's fucked. people who lost a lot of money on that. So yeah. they're just fucked. Yeah. Because there's no protection. None. Because I mean, again, like it's not even wow. like this company. I mean, like first of all, what even are they? What are digital coins? Yeah. Are they a commodity? Are they a security? Are they? Is it currency? You know what I mean? Like I'm pretty good with finance. It's it's what I study. It's what I do. But on a certain scale, like I don't. I'm good with stocks, bonds, mutual funds, annuities, um, taxes, the stock market, um, some commodities. But I've never personally, admittedly, been good with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. I've just never. Touched but I mean, that's the thing. Like I don't think there's anything. No one really knows for sure what they are. And what purpose they might or may not serve. Like I don't, I don't claim to be so confident in saying like that. I don't think they have any value because I just don't know. Yeah. But it hasn't really been established. I think if anything, the whole decentralized finance thing, because like that's what they call it, is DeFi. You know what I mean? Like everything with the blockchain and digital currency and stuff. Yeah. The value it has is that it can operate outside of government influence. So exactly what you're talking about. The, the riskiness and the scariness that comes with not having that same level of regulation yeah. is kind of what makes it somewhat valuable. Because it's like, it's not governed by the Fed, right? It's not necessarily... Now, crypto has taken a bath this year as rates have gone up. So it's kind of bullshit to suggest that it's not connected to the broader financial system. But... You know, maybe that's still because it's in such a nascent stage that it's almost like just a growth stock, like any other growth stock would be. Yeah. But um, 
I don't know. It's it's pretty fascinating. It's, that is, I, it's and also the guy the guy that's that launched FTX. There's all kinds of. We could spend a whole fucking episode talking about that thing. Maybe someday we will, especially if I ask you to like read up on it before we do an yeah. episode. But that whole situation is really fucking weird. There's a lot of weird shit that went down with FTX. I can see that how fast it grew. A movie or something. The money that they gave to the Democratic Party, all the money they gave Biden during the 2020 election. Wow. And this guy, if you ever see the picture of him, he's got a big fro. He's the guy that was like the man behind FTX or whatever. Young. He's only 30 years old. He, he, He may or may not still be like, you know, extremely wealthy, but he lost for sure like billions on this whole situation oh, so it's pretty crazy wow um, last thing how about this possibly the greatest bait and switch of all time where President Biden promised student loan forgiveness oh shit no, I have seen a little on that then the election happened right the midterm yeah. election literally it was like two days later that the courts were like oh by the way no 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 no, no student loans done oof Striking it, was it a down. Texas court or something. A right? Texas judge struck it down, said it's not constitutional, which of course it's not, to just have the president basically say, I'm going to say goodbye to all these, like, you know, loans. These yeah. fucking, you know, personal loans that the president's just like, oh yeah, no, they're gone. <laughs> what the fuck? You can't fucking do that shit. Oh. I mean, at the, at the least, it would take an act of Congress or something, right? I mean, even then, it doesn't fucking make any sense. It's a private contract. I mean, it doesn't. None of it impacts me directly either. Either way, but it was an interesting. I didn't have a problem with the announcement. Personally, I would stand to benefit from it because Chris still owes some, but I still think it's fucking crazy. That is, uh, that is really something. But what a bait and switch! They have the election. They get all these like twenty somethings to come out and vote for fucking, you know, the Dems, Uh, and then they're like, oh no, by the way, that's not happening. Sorry. Yeah, that's funny. Thanks you, for voting. You, you, you really th- you think it's just bad timing? You think it was it was like? Oh yeah, no, just bad timing. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, all right, so we're almost out of time. Yes. yes. Should we call? Should we try to call Wendy oh, yeah, and just see yeah. if she answers? Yeah, why not? Right. She's uh, she's been in a slightly foul mood of late. Has she? Well, because uh, her car is they're rebuilding the transmission. Uh, she thought boy. she was going to have it like last week, but she won't now be getting it probably until end of next week. Uh, Plus geez. the flooding yesterday. She's she's been a bit uh, frosted. That's too bad. But that doesn't mean she. So won't let's be try to see if we can maybe we can just try to boost her mood. Of course. All right. I guess I'll put her on speaker. Put her on right speaker. Here. Now there's no guarantee. She's not expecting our call. At the she moment. might not answer. She might not answer. I have yeah. no idea. But we're going to put her on speaker. Let's just try it. You know, it's like this is, in some ways, this is what happens with a lot of podcasting. That's right. Let's see if we can get her. You know? It's ringing, so. It is. That's a start. Yeah. Hey, Cucky, how are you? Yeah, doing finishing and story was. Ah, very good. Uh, I'm very, very honored to tell you that I've got my dear friend James here. Say hello. Hey, Wendy. Hey, James. So nice to hear your voice. We, we wanted to try to call and just kind of maybe see if we might boost your mood. I understand that you have been like dealing with an annoying situation with a flooded basement and I dealt with the same thing. So uh, I know how much that sucks. Oh, it's not only that, I've had no car and it won't, it'll be three weeks. That's awful. I mean, that. so you're kind of like stuck there. You, you can't I'm, go anywhere. I'm a prisoner in my house. I'm a prisoner in my own home. That's terrible. It's terrible. I mean, that must make you feel like you're back in Australia almost, like at, at the penal colony. <laughs> no, it's just been awful. It's just, I'd, I'd love to be independent and to depend on 
like my friend will drive me to the Y most days, but that's it, then I'm stuck at home. Well, I just, anyway. I also want to, I'm really sorry to hear that, and I heard you might get the car back soon, but that the transmission <laughs> is the whole thing, right? Next week, maybe? <laughs> Let's hope it comes back by the end of the week. End of the week, okay. But I wanted to say um, that I really appreciated how you told Evan, as far as the podcast, that you can't st say stuff like that. You can't say stuff like that because no, sometimes he needs to he be reminded. Very inappropriate things. Yes, and he needs to be reminded that sometimes. And I think it's nice of you as his mother to at least be somewhat, to be like a voice in his ear that's lending itself towards that thought. You know what I mean? Like you can't say stuff like that. Like that's an important thing to have in your mind sometimes. Because <laughs> I always listen to the podcast and I'm going to myself, oh my God, Evan. What are you saying? Anyways, well, I've got a big stick, so when he comes home, if he does it again, I'm going to beat him. You Good. can't say stuff like that. You can't no. say those things. No, you can't. I cringe. Oh. <laughs> I think you're like a weird, strange pervert. <laughs> yeah. No, he does. He, a lot of strange. He definitely says some strange things at times. But you know, at the same time, it makes it interesting. It, it keeps it interesting. Oh. Well, that's good. So I, I see you're still happily married. I am. I still got the I still got the ring and everything. So yeah, uh, at this point now he might uh, eventually divorce me if I keep pushing so hard to have him come on the podcast because he just he, he he doesn't he hates it for some reason. He hates the notion of being on. But well, don't push him. Leave him alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, good advice. Your marriage lasts longer than mine. Well, I mean, that. how long would that have to be? Where, where do, how long do I have to get for that to be? Over eight years. Okay, all right. So then I'm, I'm halfway there. You're getting there. Not, not quite, but I'm, 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 I'm halfway through the first year. So. <laughs> tell me, tell me, how, how's your mom and dad? They're doing well. They're doing really well. I'll see them soon for Thanksgiving, which will be nice. They'll be coming up. And even though my kitchen is being renovated right now, which is a whole mess, oh, um, we're hopeful that we'll be at least functional by the time Thanksgiving rolls around. But, uh, yeah, I'll be seeing them then. I, I will let them know that I talked to you. You've got really nice parents. Your dad always reminds me of my brother. Oh, I, I love that. I think, I've, I think you've told me that before, and, and I like that a lot. So, um, He's a super nice guy. So, so is your mom. Yeah, no. Wait, his mom is a super nice guy? <laughs> You said his mom is a super nice guy as well? No, the dad is a super nice guy, and the mom is wonderful too. Oh, gotcha. Even both, both a big kiss from me. I will. I oh, well, I'm still alive and I haven't jumped off the GW. Oh, boy, I hope you don't do that. Well, if we're both going to give a kiss to his parents, I'll have James take care of the dad, and I'll, I'll give the kiss to the mom. Yes. And while you're there, Reverend, you want to stop and get me a latte from Duncan, because I can't get one? Jeez, you know that I have a rule with no drinks in my car. Oh. Off. Jeez. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm going to try to convince him to get you the Duncan, and we'll see what happens. But yeah, that, that's okay. He's very particular about his car. But I'm you know what? Push it. At, at the very least, I'm hopeful that the whole GW thing won't come to pass. Me too. Because you probably need no, a car. No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for an extra large hefty bag so I can jump in it and fly off. Oh, Jeez! <laughs> respect. I guess that could potentially happen. But yeah, you need a car to get to the GW, so that's probably not going to happen. Oh, 
Okay. All right, we'll see you soon, Cucky. Okay, take care. All right, Wendy. We'll see Yeah. Funny. Good to talk to you. Except for strange people that have weird comments. Yes, which Evan counts as one of those. So we'll we'll okay. see you soon. All right. Bye, Dave. Bye, Wendy. You just can't say things. Do you think she knows she was on the podcast? I don't know. And actually, I think technically speaking, we're supposed to disclose that. Is it, what kind of bullshit operation are you running? But I mean, it, I don't know what the rules are in terms of live Facebook streaming. I think she'll appreciate it. Maybe you don't have to tell anybody. She'll she, listen to this episode. As long as you get the, the approval from her. We'll know that. Back-end approval. Right, right, before the audio goes out. Well, I thought it'd be fun for her to be doing her needlepoint. This is when she listens to this podcast. She's doing needlepoint facing away from the screen, but she can hear the, the audio. And uh, she'll all of a sudden hear her conversation. I would like to think it'll bring a smirk to her face. I would think so. I hope so. I, I hope, hope this audio worked out. I was trying to play reporter. Well, I, yeah, yeah, see, that was great. Did that? One of my favorite things was your um, rapid movements. Uh, in sort of a somewhat jerking motion. Uh, well, I imagine it was like you at a urinal. Yeah, it was very much like that. I had a full extension. You know what? I think that the title of this episode oh. definitely needs to have something to do with urinals. Either oh like God, what about like either like barriers at a, barriers, barriers at a urinal, or like you know dividers. Yeah, at a, yeah, yeah. Dividers at a urinal. Yeah. Or squeezing it out like toothpaste. Yeah. Um, I like that very much. Shaking it, or like you know. Shaking yeah. it more than twice is playing with yourself or oh, something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's I really thing. like that. We gotta think it through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Whenever anybody sees this episode's title, they'll know that we we obviously figured it out. I mean, I'm, I'm game for anything, but I definitely, um, I mean, Dividers and Urinals is very safe. If there's a way to have a title related to rolling up the tooth, like even rolling up the toothpaste, whatever it is, mm. um, that would be more clever, but it's just got to be more perfect. Like, it's got to be... Rolling up tight. rolling up the toothpaste in the urinal is not bad, but that's long. It is long. Um, we'll think about it. Yeah, we'll think about it. I look forward to, um, to hearing uh, and seeing this final episode yeah. come to fruition. Me too. Our very first afternoon sort of lounge. Little lounge on the couch. That's you know, nice. Yeah, exactly. I hope I was a good guest for you today. I, 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 I don't know what I am anymore. Uh, yes, a guest. I'm technically a guest. Because the Flippin' Out Radio, I mean, I'm not, I'm not co-hosting every episode. I'm here every now and again for it. But most of the time now, you are pretty much the co-host on every episode. I would say you're definitely a co-host. Well, I'm very honored to hear that. I hope I've done well by you, sir. Yep. You're the expert. For Dr. Claw, I'm James Flippin'. <laughs> We'll see you next time on the most American podcast ever created. Heaven's very good. If I could get out of the couch. <laughs> the most American podcast ever created. Rumpus time is over. Oh, here's your blessing. Oh, baby. Make sure all the urine. Yeah, it's like if the, you have like a lot of liquid in a straw, mm -hmm. and the straw is flat, and you're trying to get all of this, this, this stuff out. Mm -hmm. You could pour, but to really get every drop out, it's best to pinch it at the tip and roll up. Pinch it at the base. I'm trying to roll up to the tip. You're talking like like uh, like toothpaste. Yes, that's what I do. I you toothpaste, toothpaste, toothpaste your dick. I, I I smack it around a little bit, and then I toothpaste it. That's and then, that's intense. And then the end of the toothpaste. What are you, what are you like worried about like a fucking UTI or something? No. I just, I, you know, I'm just a very clean, I, I don't, I, I dab it dry, I do a full-on fucking, it basically looks like I'm doing laundry there in the, in the toilet, in the urinal. This has been a Flippin' Out Radio production. The preceding.
was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. I hate flipping out radio. Um, the flavor and the consistency was, was top notch. All right, so let's see how our ghost crab tastes good. Let's see you I test. Test, test. I'm going to mute this mic to make sure that... Go ahead. Not against the side of the couch, or is this as good? Um, if you can angle it a little bit, I think that's okay. probably a good thing. Good. Let's see. It might help. I'm thinking that might pick up more of my mouth now, because it's more pointed towards me. Okay. What do you think of that? How's this looking? Testing, testing, one, two. Testing, testing, one, two. Oh my God, I had a great weekend. I feel great. I like James and I like Chris. I think that's Hello. good. I think, uh, yeah? yeah. Good. So do you care enough to look at the camera angle or anything like that? Or are you cool with just... Let's look at it. I mean, I, I trust, I mean... But you, you won't see, all right, well, you'll see me and you'll know kind of like you can gauge how you look based off that. That's looking pretty good to me. If you said, do you trust me with the camera angle, I would have said yes, but for you to say, do you care enough to look, then the answer has to be yes. Gotcha, I say. Uh, yeah, it looks good. Uh, unfortunately for you, being a little thicker than me, with the, the, the angle of that camera, you might have a little, it might make you look even five pounds thicker than you normally would yeah. compared to me. Yeah. But yeah, this is great. And we're, we're gonna be pretty close to each other, I like this, because the pillows are on the how, outside. How is this? Um, that, um, and we look, you look very, very comfortable, but surprisingly because, where's the camera? Because of where the camera is, you look almost flat, like you look like Beetlejuice at the end, where they sprinkled okay. the shit on his head and it got really small. Okay. I mean, your head looks, the head looks like the size of a, a pin needle and your knees look like, um, you know. Should we move the cam camera back, you think? Uh, if it's gonna, if it's gonna go anywhere, I think the only way it could look any better is if it's higher. And angled so that your your okay, head looks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't. I think it's fine, but we look like um, like we're in hospice or something. If we're if we're leaning back that far talking, I think it would be a bit of a hospice situation. Do you want me to help you move the table more? Or you want to keep it on the couch? Yeah, why don't you move the uh, let's move the table. Oh, the table. Let's just make sure that there's no. Yeah, I was going to lift it. So it doesn't scratch the floor. Beautiful. And hey, I only mentioned the. Uh, I'm only being particular because. The optics, no, I don't wanted, think, are very sexy with us if we're leaning, gonna be comfortably leaning back like yeah, that. Yeah, we want it to look good. Yeah, right. Yeah, because, yeah, it honestly looked like I walked in the room and you were lying down in your hospital bed. Nice. That's how far away it was. Okay, can it be angled down more at the, the top or does it not work like that? Oh, nice. All right, why don't you sit down and I'll try to, have, or do you want me to sit down? Uh, you work the angle, what do you think? Because I think this is going to be, it's more further away, but I think, you tell me, I don't know, in terms of the angle, it might be better, let's see. What do you so think? In terms of the distance, obviously, you're further away, but in terms of the shape of your body, it's a lot more natural. Okay. It's because your head before was like this big and your legs were like this. Yeah, it yeah, just yeah, yeah. Like, it did look and sexy. Is it, and is it, it, are you in the shot as well? As uh, I'm uh, equally in the shot as you. I mean, we could arguably um, tilt Matt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to get us more both No, more please, standard. please do. And this way we get a little more window and a little more plant and a little less uh, sun. I don't know what the hell it is. 
This might be slightly more centered, you can tell me, but I feel pretty good about this. I might just, hold on. You can tell me what you think, but I think this, although a little far away, I think it's pretty solid. You can tell me what okay, you think. Cool. Yeah, obviously the closer the better, but that, um, that body position just looked a little bit uns unsavory. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's good. You sure? Yeah. Because now I'm fully leaned back like you were, but you can see my body still looks like a regular body. Whereas before, it is, it is hard to describe, but it was just the face, the heads were like awkward to look at. Right. Yeah, this is good. Because the, the camera was below like our line of sight. Right, exactly. So you think it's okay? Yeah, I think it's cool. Oh, it's, cool. A, it's an interesting angle. It is an interesting angle, but uh, I think it's probably the best. I think it's better than it was, personally, yeah. just because of the angle. Yeah. The distance is strange, but the angle. Yeah. And I assume that can't, you can't zoom in on it. That's, that is what it is. I mean, maybe you can, but I'm not going to do it. Okay, that's fine. So. That's fine. But I think the, I think the angle is good. Nice. Fantastic. Yeah, great stuff. That was fun. That was fun. Very yeah. insightful um, urinal stuff, too. It's good to that know that it's, it's good to know that I'm potentially safe and I'm overthinking. But see, it. that's what's awesome is that I think like you always bring some random discussion point. But I do declare that it's perfectly legal.